Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. As we are exploring the digital revolution in all its various facets, I think we've got a discussion today that will, uh, I think, open all of our eyes into an entirely new dimension of what uh, the digital capability can do in a part of our lives that perhaps is overlooked more than it ought to be. Um, we have, you know, one of our very favorite digital all-star guests, Christian Anschutz, who, in addition to being an entrepreneur, professor, uh, was uh, a captain in the United States Marine Corps. He's no longer active, but he served multiple tours of duty actively and is embarking on a pretty wild adventure. So Christian, welcome. It's always a pleasure to have you. And I hope you don't mind if I say I'm, I think today is going to be one of the most remarkable conversations that we've had. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, Bob. It's always a pleasure to be here. And uh, you always do such great intros and you always set the bar so high. So here we go. It's going to be a remarkable conversation. We've had a number and I've seen your other guests, by the way. So uh, it makes me a little nervous, a little, uh, <laughs> you know, a little stressed here on this part, but we'll, we'll do our best. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Understood. Uh, <laughs> I think it was all pretty appropriate. So um, Christian, you know, I got to, uh, get a peek into some of the some of the impact you're trying to have not just for yourself or a narrow circle but uh for military veterans through the nonprofit you launched a few years ago the um, project relo trying to connect transitioning veterans with private sector opportunities and showing the two different parties who in some ways speak a slightly different language that actually there's incredible amounts they have in common and can do for each other. So there's the Project Relo background that you've done that, that has been, you know, such a big impact for so many people. And now you've got this idea, the Task Force Tribute. So I'd love to turn it over to you and uh, give you a chance to tell everybody what Task Force Tribute is all about. Well, thank you, Bob, and and I'm happy to do that. And uh, thank you for the the, the quick, uh, you know, sort of summary of Project Relo. I can't do it that fast, and I don't want to repeat it. So <laughs> you did a great job. Uh, and uh, although unsurprisingly, because uh, what uh, folks, Bob's not telling you, he's a Project Relo alumni, which means he's joined us on a military base. He's run a military exercise with us, and he's worked with our military uh, instructors uh, learning uh, various aspects of uh, uh, of leadership, especially leadership under adversity, and that's that's Project Relo. Task Force Tribute is something Project Relo is doing, and you know uh, it 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 sort of sprung up. Well, it was it it came out of you know tragic circumstance, candidly. Um, you know, the pandemic was hard on Project Relo. The, you know, the, the bases closed down. CEOs and their executive teams, you know, weren't really traveling uh, around the country. And so, you know, the, the leadership missions, the, the military exercises that we conduct on the military bases, and we do this uh, very advanced, very immersive leadership training as part of Project Relo, it, it dried up. Right. But the organization was, you know, uh, quite liquid. It's, it's, it's volunteer. It's 100 percent volunteer now, uh, by the way. Um, and so it was able to, to weather that. But there was a moment of time uh, about a year ago uh, when um, we were pulling out of uh, Afghanistan and there was and I think everybody would agree to this. This was a nonpartisan statement. There was a tragic loss of life. There was 13 service members that were, were killed during the withdrawal. And. Um, you know, some uh, some 
military veterans, of which some were uh, Project Relo alumni, uh, decided to do this, this, this thing. They decided they were Chicago-based, and they said, you know, we're going to do a rock, a silent walk, one mile for every person lost. Uh, and and uh, so it was a 13-mile walk. And they didn't tell anybody. I mean, they didn't tell the media. They, they did invite a couple friends, but they didn't tell anybody else. And those two friends told a couple friends who told a couple friends who told a couple more friends. And then all of a sudden now you have hundreds uh, and then uh, involved. You've got thousands watching because the media gets involved. And, you know, it, it, it wasn't intended to do that, but people could identify with it. They were interested in it. And uh, with just word of mouth, it, it took off. And so the, we were doing a project reload training mission. We said, God, there seems like there's something there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we just, we conceived of task force tribute. So look, uh, Bob, I know, you know, this, so I'm, I'm, I'm repeating what, you know, but for the, for your audience here, task force tribute is a, a, essentially a, a, a small group of people, uh, that are going to, uh, mount up in, uh, in, in, a, in a small number of vehicles and they're going to cross the country. They're going to start in the, at the Capitol off the steps of the state Capitol in, in the state of Michigan, Lansing, and cover one mile for every service member lost since the global war war on terror started in 9-11. And sadly, very sadly, that's a long trip. It's 7,000 miles. So we, this team, are going to leave on the 21st of August, and we're going to conclude in D.C. on uh, September 11th. So it's about a three-week trip. And all the while, we have uh, uh, things that we're doing. We are visiting fascinating points of interest uh it's it's other state capitals uh we're getting in, in, involved with uh, uh local and state governments it's it's military bases it's others po- points of interest and as we do this we're raising awareness and we'll be collecting the raw material for to some extent which i'll explain but we're raising awareness um around our intent uh to work with some of the very best and the brightest and some of the very best technology companies, many of which are already engaged right now, to figure out how we build the first highly inclusive and encompassing virtual war memorial. And, uh, you know, that's what Task Force is. And um, I kind of liken it to a, it's almost like a Forrest Gump thing, right? We're, we're starting small. And then as we go, we, we hope that it gets momentum. But a weird thing, Bob, it, it it's... Um, so it was going to start small and then gather momentum and kind of like that march around uh, the city of Chicago. We really haven't told anybody yet. There's going to be a lot of media coverage of this, but we haven't even really told anybody yet. OK, and even with not telling anybody, here's what the start looks like. And here's some examples of how this is going to look. So we're going to start on the state Capitol, uh, a beautiful Capitol building which by the way is a memorial to uh, uh, military members from from way back. We're gonna start on the steps. There will be a a bunch of really fantastic people and leaders there. Uh, It's my understanding that even still to this day, the the governor of the state of Michigan, she is going to do a a speech and talk about what service means to her. And then there's gonna be a series of other uh, presentations. We're gonna read off the names of all those service members lost uh, from Michigan in the global war of terror. We're going to honor them with a moment of silence, the military, which will be arrayed for this um, and honoring our, our, our lost uh, uh, warriors. Uh, we'll do a 21 uh, gun salute. Uh, there'll be an air force flyover. 
when the when this hour and 45 minute long event closes task force tribute is mounting up and, and heading down south as it starts its trip uh police escort to the border um well you know the you know the just sort of like the the, the the throngs of people that are getting behind this, right? And the, the hundreds of people that'll be there uh, and, and waving us off as we go. And it could be hundreds, it could be thousands, but this very small thing is already become a very big thing because there's great people, great leaders that are already saying, you know, look, this is a, it, it, put all politics aside. We can all agree on, kind of like it's talking about in terms of uh, Afghanistan. We can all agree that the loss of life was tragic. I don't think that there's anything... Um, uh, I think most Americans would agree with that. Most, uh, the, the super majority for sure. Uh, and, uh, and even then though, by the way, even at the beginning, we've already started to collect these amazing stories and perspectives of our service members that were part of this. Right. And as we conceive of this trip, that's going to be interact, having interactions, like I just described, uh, in, in Lansing. And then we're going to go down to Wright Patterson. We're headed to Kansas City. We're, we got this big event in Colorado. There's hundreds, if not thousands, that are going to meet us and escort us to the border of Colorado and drive with us until we hit these big fairgrounds in, in uh, Washington, all because uh, people are uh, fine this notion of uh, honoring uh, the 7,000 fallen. But also, I think, I hope, I, I hope, uh, also contribute to the building of this memorial not necessarily with money. Yes, we are raising funds, of course, but by sharing the stories with us and finding ways with our partner network that we're building and we're growing to share their stories of the great Americans that they served with, not just those that fell, but all of them, because it's way more than 7,000 participated in this war on terror. And in so many ways, they're all commendable. And in so many ways, um, they all deserve to be memorialized in some way, at least I believe so. So that was kind of a long discussion there. And I know we normally go back and forth. Um, let me turn it over to you, uh, Bob. What, what, what do you think? <laughs> well, Chris, I was just, you know, thinking about it. I don't mean to jump from your very, uh, you know, incredibly real situation to uh, the world of movies. But I think there's one movie based on a, a true story. Remember the movie Saving Private Ryan? And at oh, the very beginning or end, I forget but it shows Private Ryan as an older man toward the end of his life. And he says to his wife, tell me I'm a good man. And I think that is that heroic uh, stature of these stories that you want to tell. He didn't say, tell me I've been degraded, blah, blah, blah. He just tell me I've been a good man. It's all he wanted. And I think Christian, as somebody who has not served in the military, but has great respect for those who have, um, I think Task Force Tribute is going to give a lot of people like me uh, who hold the military in such high regard a chance to express in some way this sense of appreciation for uh, the, the sacrifices people have made, big and small, the, the commitment, the honor. Uh, too often it goes unsaid, right? We see stuff about, you know, this happened here, that happened over there, this happened over here. and uh, just in sometimes the blur of life, I don't think we we take the time to realize these are very real people. As you said a few minutes ago, Christian, there are daughters and fathers and grandfathers and sisters and siblings and cousins and colleagues and teachers and 
and so on like that. So I just think one of the things that I've been so captivated by, as you've talked about the whole thing of Task Force Tribute, is there are some heroes and superheroes in there, to be sure. But there's also, it's very real, in some ways, everyday people who have done extraordinary things and been involved in an extraordinary commitment. And to me, that's that human touch that is going to pull those hundreds or thousands of people to each of the stops along the way and help you achieve the objective there, raising some of the awareness and pulling together some of these stories, memorializing those and making them available to other people so that we don't forget uh, about these, these remarkable 7,000 plus people who gave the ultimate sacrifice for their country over the last 21 years. You know, I, I love, love, love uh, physical monuments and memorials. I, I, to me, the, it's like uh, stepping back in time in so many ways. Uh, and I'm glad that we're, we, there's a great group, the Global War and Terror Foundation. They, they, they've secured the land. They're going to build a great uh, uh, memorial and monument uh, to those that fell. Um, and my favorite monument, by the way, it, I'm going back in time, but in, you know, D.C., it's the, it's the Marines raising the flag over Iwo Jima. To me, it's very powerful. But even as I look at that statue, and I've been there many times, I, I, when I was uh, in the Marine Corps for a while, a number of years, I was stationed very close um, to uh, D.C., so I was there a lot. You know, I look at that monument, and you see the, those, those few Marines, you know, hoisting that flag. You don't know anything other about the thousands and thousands of casualties, and you don't know anything about the tens of thousands of airmen uh, you know, soldiers, uh, Navy and, and Marines that participated in that action. You might get intrigued enough to look uh, and and buy a couple books, but there's, there's, it's, it's it, in so many ways, while the monuments are powerful, they don't include everybody that could. And in, in in, 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 at least in my opinion, uh, should be included uh, to no small extent. And it's also, I mean, you want to talk about privilege. It's hard to get to DC. I mean, you know, to get there and see these things, isn't there a better way? Now there are other memorials and, 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 uh, museums and things that are virtualizing, but they virtualize kind of like, you know, we virtualize a house tour, like, Oh, here, take a look at it. The uh, ability for us to collect the stories and the perspectives and weave them together into a, a, an information fabric and then provide a visualization. I mean, just imagine, if you will, you know, looking at, uh, you know, the uh, maybe it's our, our our country and seeing a scatter a, a heat map of everybody that participated. Okay, and diving in, and then you can see, you know, the uh, you know the, the the people that did the different things, maybe by unit designation. So then you can see the people that are still serving, or, or uh, you know, served, uh, continue to serve those that are lost. You could dive into it, and you could find then. Uh, this 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 Corporal James, this Marine uh, that was killed, and you could learn something about that Marine should you be interested. And maybe it's, you know, maybe it's about how the person perished. Maybe, but maybe it's a three sixty view. Maybe it's it's knowing how this was the you know the, the platoon cut up, the 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 corporal that locked his. Uh, um, squad leader in the in the latrine by backing a Humvee up against the door, or maybe it's learning that this was a super good uh, Marine on, on on the rifle range, and they were awfully helpful in helping others raise their score, uh, which is you know it, it's a badge of honor to have expert rifle uh, uh, riflemen on your on your chest, 
this this ability to get this 360 view, almost like a Wikipedia, if you will, of perspectives and stories, but with high, uh, you know, sort of almost a high fidelity visualization. We're working on what that'll look like. Um, that's different, and it's unique, and it's also, um, you know, it could be very. Uh, um, it can be very powerful, not just for the service members. All right, so, you know, you you mentioned, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a uh, you know, Marine veteran and uh, I have another uh, sort of distinction. I'm also a Gold Star family member. My brother was killed uh, while serving in the army. And I can tell you, uh, you know, to this day, so many years later that um, you, you can't be around uh, my family and, and hear taps without people crying. Right, especially my dad, and um, and we, you know, you, you don't you don't just get over that kind of trauma. However, you lose somebody, it could be in, in in combat, it could be in a car accident. You just we just don't get over stuff like that. But I can speak from the from a gold star family member family, the perspective that we we still think about. And my dad and I were just talking about this. What what did that? Uh, you know, the notifying officer, the one that stepped out of the sedan at our, in front of our house that was coming up to talk to us. How did, did they know my brother? What did they think? Who were the equivalents that could tell the stories and the perspectives, not just about how my brother was killed, but that he was a great athlete and he scored this record time on the obstacle course and whatnot. And those things may seem very boring to most, uh, you know, citizens that might be reading about any one of our, uh, you know, great service members. But to families, it's like gold. It's like gold. And, and in so many ways, it would be fantastic. I mean, wouldn't it be it's so fantastic if we could, and, and I'm using this as a figure of speech, and I'm, and I'm thinking about this from my, 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 my family's perspective. So if this is a words don't work for everybody, I understand. But, you know, by building the stories and the perspectives, the 360 view of our service members, and by the way, not just those that were lost, but, but all of them, but you know, I'm starting with, uh, you know, my example, you know, in a way we almost breathe life back into them, at least from, from our perspective, uh, and, and, and my family. And, uh, and I think, I think, I hope maybe, maybe I'm hoping, maybe I'm thinking, I, I'm not sure which, where the line is on that one. I believe there's value in that for the, the gold star family members of which there are tens, many, 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 many tens of thousands uh, out there in the United States. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, this monument isn't just for military members. Maybe it's also for their families. Yeah. Too. yeah um, Christian, I have a, a quote I want to share with you from the 9-11 Museum in lower Manhattan with you in just a sec. But give me a moment here. I want to uh, share a message from our sponsor, BMC. We all know what the A-game is, right? It's the highest level of performance among athletes, and you can get to that level in business as well. BMC calls this the autonomous digital enterprise. It's when technology and people work in harmony, and that's how business reaches its A-game. You can find out more at bmc.com slash A-game. So, Christian, you mentioned, uh, you know, the, the impact for the living as well. I think I have this memorized. 2100 years ago, 2000 years ago, but the uh, the poet Virgil wrote, no day shall erase 
your memory from time. And that's emblazoned on one of the big uh, walls right under where I think it's uh, World Trade Center one was. So it's a it's an idea that's been around for 2000 years, this notion of memory, of remembrance, of honor, of uh, people whose physical body might not be here anymore, but the spirit and who that person is and what that person lived for and the ideals he or she held live on. And I think that's enormously important. And again, that's one of the reasons why um, I've just been so captivated by you know, your your undertaking here, yours and and all the folks working on Task Force Tribute. So Christian, how will you how will you try to find these folks who want to share their stories? How how is that collection of those remarkable stories happening? Ah, okay. So um I, you know, I, I I mentioned that we haven't gone to media or anything, and already there's this groundswell of like two friends telling two friends telling two friends, but now at an even bigger scale. Um, we are, are, I would argue our biggest, our most powerful sponsor is an incredible communication company. Um, you know, where, you know, maybe a CNN might get, for example, 780,000 eyeballs a day. Uh, they get many, many, many millions just in news and they do, you know, all sorts of stuff and they're covering this thing, uh, from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think what, you know, the purpose of that and the, and the canvassing is to, um, you know, again, drive awareness, but drive awareness at scale. And, and, and here's something that you'll hopefully hear in some of the messaging, you know, a lot of the military members, and I think this is true for everybody. I don't, I don't put veterans on a pedestal, by the way, I don't think veterans are better than non-veterans. Let me just throw that out for sure. I think they just have different experiences. They have different backgrounds and experience uh, uh, perspectives just like any group of people, right? So, um, but I think that there's, there's, um, there's, there's some truth to the fact that we often don't like telling our own story. Mm -hmm. It's, I think, and then there's something to it that, uh, you know, just a point of reference. And my, my, my wife and I were pushing two 90, late 90 year old uh, veterans to a, a museum recently. And we, there were a couple of things that happened and it just triggered these stories coming from them that were amazing, absolutely rich. And I, I couldn't help but ask, I'm like, have you ever told these stories where they would be recorded? And they're like, no, no, why would, no. Yeah. And, and, and of course there's great organizations out there. There's StoryCorps, there's, there, there, I mean, there's the archives, the Smithsonian. There are organizations that are doing this all over the place absolutely positively and they're we're capturing a fraction of it but part of it is that information isn't being used in in a way that we can now employ it with regards to contemporary technology but the other thing is is so many people don't want to talk about this kind of stuff because they don't want to talk about themselves what we want to make it clear is this is an opportunity for our military members to talk about the other great you know, women and men that they served with and the great examples that they saw and, and candidly um, and provide a ground truth, if you will, to the history uh, that they were all part in making, because often it turns into, you know, like propaganda or, you know, look at how we look at our, you know, our, our military. A lot of people only know our military members from the, uh, you know, the movies. And you know what, we all actually, we, we, we sweat, we bleed, we cry, we laugh. We're just like everybody else. Um, and um and and 
uh, you know, in so many ways. I we I don't think we like to talk about uh, some of our experiences for a number of different reasons, but I think we might be willing to talk more as we tell the stories of others. And that's part of the, the message we're going to get out and we're going to try and activate people while simultaneously connect these networks of other great organizations that are these nodes in, in collecting and otherwise digitizing uh, the stories and the perspectives of our, of our service men and women. Yeah. Yeah. And Christian, just the, um, you know, the whole notion of, you know, you starting in the, the center of the country driving, you know, across the, I guess, like the Northern part of the country to Washington, then down, are you going to hit all parts of the country? And that is something that represents, right. The, the military experience it's from all over the country, all 50 States. Uh, everybody's got, um, you know, somebody they know, somebody they live with, somebody they've been close to who's involved here. But again, Christian, you're, you've, you've been involved in the military and you, what you've done with Project Reload, I think you've got, um, well, truly a very unique view on it. I think for lots and lots of people who don't have that experience, and again, like you said, it's not better or worse, it's just they don't have it, but I, I think they would love to be able to have some connection there to the task force tribute and certainly then to what you're creating you know what you've described as this you know digital uh treasure chest of uh memories and stories and ideas and people and the dreams they had and the things they achieved uh and the hole that's left you know when they're gone um but also then they you know many times they've They've had such an influence on so many other people. Uh, it's so I, I, everything you're doing there, I think, is building on itself. And as as you've talked about too, we get this really advanced type of technology that's available now. What do you call it? An information fabric that that will be uh, quite unlike anything else, even as spectacular as some of these big physical memorials are. Taking nothing away from them, but you're going to add an additional dimension to it. That's uh, that is pretty powerful. You know, we, we hope so. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're swinging at something big, but we're not afraid to go for it. Um, and, you know, with the help of people like you, like your listeners, like the people we're going to meet along the way, um, you know, we can do this thing. We can't do it alone. No, we can do it uh, as, as a country. I mean, we are really in this together. This is, we, there's a mandate really for all of us to keep this as a country, keep it as a country that's worth fighting for, for we're serving and, and, and fighting for. Um, we need to have that mindset because uh, in case people aren't reading the news, you know, our, our, our military is still necessary. There are still our wolves at the door. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we need a, a, a strong military and we need to want to have people that, uh, you know, continue to, to serve it in that capacity. And again, there are all sorts of ways to serve this country as a great citizen and, and through other capacities. Uh, again, I'm not putting the military on its own sole pedestal. Uh, there's all sorts of great ways to serve. I just, we just, you and I just have to be talking about this one way, but I do want to make one other point about the whole you were talking about that are lost. We've been doing uh, focus groups uh, led by, uh, again, some of these great companies that are helping us uh, about how this could come together. What are, what are the information elements? What are the experiences? What are some of the, you know, the, 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 the outcomes that would be like, we've invited gold star family members beyond myself, of course. Um, you know, to, to, to talk about what would be meaningful to them. And we, a fascinating uh, uh, 
thing has come up that I, candidly I was unaware of. This is why there is no there's no one person that can do this. This is this is this is a societal opportunity, really. Um, when we have gotten uh, military members in, in, involved in talking about the Gold Star family members, it is a, almost always very very emotional. And when they start talking about what they would like to see from it, the uh, the motions actually can be, become quite overpowering. Now, imagine this is a focus group and there's 25 professionals really, you know, trying to figure this out. And then all of a sudden, one of them, you know, breaks down in tears. And then there's, you know, three or four follow and whatnot. It was brought to my attention. And I, I probably should have known this, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't, though. Um, you know, we've lost 7,000 uh, plus service members uh, in combat operations uh, since 9-11, since the GWAT global war on terror started, we've lost many multiples more than that to suicide. And one of the things that we're realizing is that this there is a chance, maybe a chance, at least the people that have participated with us, us so far have been very clear that there is a real catharsis associated with contributing to this because they're talking to people that understand they're talking about uh they, they find themselves as a part of cementing the legacy of others and uh, you know i don't know if this is uh could be a tool for helping uh healing and helping too but our early indications sure make it seem like it it it, it could be and uh, if it has that effect as well well, believe me, we are we are all for that. We we lose way too many Americans every single day to suicide, uh, and uh, I know life is you know so hard, and the circumstances people have to deal with are, are so tough and beyond what I could probably understand in many cases. Um, but if, if if we can help uh, some, uh, in this case the military members, um, boy, that would be just something we would we could all be proud of, right? Yeah, yeah. Kristen, where can people find out more about this? And, you know, uh, there, I know you said this is not an out, an appeal for donations, but donations are possible. Uh, how can people get involved, uh, learn more, see what's what possible role they might be able to play? Well, thank you for that question. So, um, you know, the, it, it there's a number of things that uh, you know we would ask people to consider uh, doing. You go to Task Force Tribute, one word, no dots, no spaces. TaskForceTribute.org uh, to to learn more uh, and uh, you know to to participate and or uh, possibly donate. All those things are welcome. So here's how we would ask people, you know, uh, to, to consider you know getting involved. First of all, follow, follow this. You know, learn something about it, right? Uh, and uh, and you can do that. We're putting up what we call a blue force tracker on our website, which is going to give a, a, a indication of where we are and where we're going. We're not going to be too precise on that, uh, you know, for uh, uh, security reasons and whatnot. But uh, uh, you, people have a really good idea of the proximity of where we're at, and I think the news and the media will take care of the rest there. But you know, learn, follow, and uh, you know, and, and uh, consider part two. Get involved. If you are a, uh, a military member, if you are a family member of a military member, alive or past, by the way, right? Um, 
And regardless of how they passed, it doesn't have to be the 7,000 that died in the combat operations. It could be, you know, a, a, a military member that came back and was uh, on leave and, you know, killed in a car accident or something. But if you want to, um, you know, lend us your voice, which is essentially your voice and the information you can convey is, is our brick. It's our mortar. It's our steel for building this monument. If you want to get involved, reach out to us. We'll connect you. Uh, we'll either handle, uh, uh, you know, how we uh, uh, collect your stories and perspectives ourselves, or we'll, we'll uh, get you involved with our partner network, which is actually way at, at way bigger scale than, than our small organization can handle right now, which is why we're, we love our partners so much. Uh, and then of course there's, um, you know, uh, donate. And yes, there is a donate button. We have a campaign, um, you know, one cent a mile that we're traveling. And that is 7,054 miles at $70.54 uh, donation. Uh, so those would be the three things, you know, learn and follow, track, get involved and share, and donate if you're able. Those would be three great things that you could do with us, for us, and and really with us all and for us all. And uh, you can go to taskforcetribute.org to learn more. Yeah. Well, Christian, thanks. Uh, what a powerful, uplifting story about, you know, some events in people's lives, some things that have come up that were were not uplifting. And it's interesting how you talked about that thing of the hole that's left in people's lives, almost like you're giving them a chance to fill up a little bit of that hole, right? Uh, well, I, you know, I would, I would sure like to imagine that were possible. Um, you know, it, it, if there's anything we can do in that space, we'd be proud and delighted to do it uh, i also know those holes are cavernous <laughs> and and uh you know they're only would be filled with the person being back you know and so uh you know maybe we can maybe we can help in some way and in any way we can we'd be delighted all right well christian uh we we sort of set a high bar at the beginning. I think you've done a, an extraordinary job telling this story about task force tribute what it can mean and how it can touch uh, not just the lives of the, you know, military veterans who've been involved, but and but also everybody else who gets a chance, you know, to in some ways uh, be a part of this, right? Experiencing some of the stories, living through them, reading about them, hearing about them, get involved in the task force tribute mission over, you know, from August twenty first through September eleventh, and uh, checking things out at taskforcetribute.org to see what can go on there. Um, so. I think you surpassed the high expectations here. Well, that, that's, uh, I, I, you're very kind. You know, we've done this numerous times and usually there's more joking and laughing and whatnot. This feels a little bit more somber. Um, and I just want to say, you know, maybe the tone is somber, um, but it is a, it's, it's a, it, I, hopefully it comes off as respectful uh, mm -hmm. as opposed to just serious. I think it's, it's, this is about respect. Uh, too, and it's respect for our our citizens, our country, and 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 the service members that have uh, strove and fought to help and protect both. And Chris, and I think it would be, you know, from an outsider's perspective, perfectly okay as well to say this is going to be a celebration of uh, not the deaths but the lives of the people that uh, uh, gave the ultimate, you know, to protect this country. I sure think that's true as well. Thank you for saying so. Well, Christian, thanks. That was terrific. And uh, folks, thanks to all of you for uh, being with us on this very special episode of Cloud Wars Live, which is all about Task Force Tribute and what's coming up there. I'll just say it again, 
taskforcetribute.org is where you can find out more about it. And uh, many thanks. Uh, hope we'll all have a chance to be involved in some way in this extraordinary initiative. Thanks for being with us. Thank you.